They happen. The excuses that people give to get out of work. It's Robin Liz in the morning, his radio. So Marcy texted and she said, look, when my son was in middle school, he told his teacher that he could not get his work done, his homework done, because his cat had gotten bitten by a watermark. Moccasin. No way. Got bit by a snake. (laughs) Even told the teacher he was up all night with that kitty cat. Uh And and a step farther, the cat had passed. Oh, really? That's like, Quite, what? Quite the elaborate story he made up, huh? You, well, you know, when you tell a lie, it just keeps building. Okay, I think Sarah wants to address having the opportunity to take um, a mental day off. Yeah, because I'm like, you know, if, if you're having a rough time, just tell your, hopefully the employer would understand, you need a day. Yeah, because some people do have yeah. that at, at different workplaces. 800-447-7234. What are your thoughts about that, Sarah? me because I'm a teacher and so I can't be like hey I just need a day off because like that's just not acceptable a whole other side to that you know I didn't even think of that. And I guess yeah <laughs> I guess I was thinking you know where I have worked if if I really needed one I think I could get it but a teacher and you know if you're a doctor and you have all these surgeries there are certain right. jobs where yeah. you can't do that. Yeah, so that's what I was just thinking about. You know, like all those people in these situations, like, I'll, I'll be honest, I woke up this morning and I was like, I do not want to get out of bed. I do not want to go to work. There's 23 nine-year-olds, you know, that are relying on me to be there. And I can't just, you know, take that time for myself all the time. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. Probably that thing that in your life that you can do over and over and over again. Liz, I found out over the weekend, it was a downtime for you over the weekend, mm-hmm. right? You're just kind of doing nothing. Yeah. She watched Endgame. Again. here, Yeah, and here's the thing. She must have watched it at least 20 times. Oh, I think it's so many more than more that. More than 20 times at one movie? Oh, my. Why? I've seen, I've seen Star Wars over 100 times, I'm sure, but I would say Endgame is more in the 50 neighborhood. That's something. It's something that I can watch, my husband will watch, and everybody in our family will sit and watch together. Really doesn't matter how many times. You know what it is for Scott? Huh. What is it, Scott? Georgia Bulldog highlights. It's highlights. and over and over. How did this? Especially after back-to-back national championships. Yeah, that he has to. He's wearing the shirt, by the way. (laughs) Just so you know. He's got the Bulldog shirt on. Yeah. You've had it for so long, you've got the deodorant stains. Ew. No, he doesn't. He does I made that up. I actually made that up. But why? Why'd you get into college football anyway? So, uh, you know, I'm from North Georgia originally, and my cousin's watched Georgia football all the time. And so I started watching with them and got hooked. He so did. It's a memory. It's a good childhood yeah. memory. I love that. That's so nice. <laughs> I learned that Jake, one of our producers, is it Tombstone that you can just you're just locked into all the time? Yes. I love that movie. That's a great movie. I lo- I can I, quote that movie. Like what? Oh yes. Um I'm your Huckleberry. Okay. That's Huckle one. what? Huckleberry. I'm your Huckleberry. Huckle- what is it? It's a is she saying it wrong? What she what it should it be? Oh, it's I'm your Hucklebearer. Hucklebearer. No, like, like a Hucklebearer. Like a Pallbearer. Hucklebearer. What in the world is I'll a Hucklebearer? Hucklebearer. So a Hucklebearer like is like a Pallbearer. No, it's not. Well then what's a Huckleberry? Well, when he's saying it, he's about to fight somebody. Oh. Right. oh. I'll be your Huckleberry. I'll put you in a casket. Right. It's almost like I'm your Huckleberry. Like, I'm the one. I'll do this for you. I'll get in there with you. I'm your friend. I'm your Huckleberry. So that's what that means? 
Yeah. I've never heard that. I've never heard a huckleberry. Oh, I have. I don't know. Yeah, it's a thing. People, you tell us. <laughs> Listen to him running the show. People, you tell us. You tell us. <laughs> You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. Wow, the votes are coming in. I had no idea we were doing voting. <laughs> it's Rob and Liz, his morning crew, his radio. So the texts are like just lighting up. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're lighting up over one thing. There's this movie called Tombstone. Came out like in the 90s. And uh, there's a term that it's Val Kilmer, right? Yes. Val Kilmer's character says... And in the phrase, he says one of two things. Jake, you say he says what? Huckleberry. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then Liz says, I'm your Huckleberry. Okay, now the votes are coming in. Because I'm right. Well, let me tell you. We have Keith, Vicky, Roy, Michelle, Parker, Brenda, Brian, Nancy, a host of others. I can't name everybody. We'd be here for 45 minutes. <laughs> say that Liz is correct. And that you, is Huckleberry. And you also are correct. Okay. And on on Jake's side, uh-huh. and let me tell you, the majority that are coming in with a text say Liz. But we can find Mavis, Brandon, and Cindy that say Jake's right. I got loyal followers. <laughs> He's got the three. <laughs> the three. Everybody else is saying Liz. So, I did some research. Okay. And I did some fact finding. Okay. The script uh-huh. is online. Okay. The entire script of the movie is online. Okay. There's also this thing called Snopes okay. that you can do fact checking yes. on when it comes to pop culture kind of stuff on where it all comes to. Right. So, Keith, Vicky, Roy, Michelle, Parker, Brenda, Nancy, Brian, host of others. My peeps. She's got a lot. I mean, hundreds of peeps. Mm-hmm. And then the three for Jake mm-hmm. that says, what is it you say, Jake? Hucklebearer? Hucklebearer. Hucklebearer. Paul Bearer. Doesn't even make sense. This is from the movie Tombstone. You don't make sense. <laughs> this is from the movie Tombstone, in case you're just checking in. Them's fighting words. And then Liz says the phrase from the Val Kilmer character is Huckleberry. Right. Doc Holliday says, I'm your Huckleberry. According to Snopes and the official script that is posted online. Come on. It's Huckleberry. Woo! Rip. Yeah. Seriously. However, you can find a lot of things on Google that say that Jake's right. They're wrong. (laughs) They're wrong. Denial is the first step, Liz. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. Okay, this just one more thought. Just one more thought about this whole debate thing, and it will be over. There's this movie Tombstone. Jake digs it. Mm -hmm. You can watch it. Anytime he wants. Me too. There's this one term that's in there. Liz says it's Huckleberry. Jake says it's Huckle Huckleberry, right? Yes. Yeah, because that's a word. Yeah. That's actually a word. And then we closed down the debate because we learned that it is Huckleberry. Yeah, you did. However, however, however. Oh, however, there was controversy. There was voting. Katie texted and said her 11-year-old son, Avery, refused to get out of the car for the school line. And until he heard who was right. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> now, here's the thing. And this is why I want to just, just think about it one more time. Okay. <laughs> Jake's mom texted. Yes, she did. <laughs> she said, look, Val Kilmer has a memoir out. He played the, the character in Tombstone. It's called I'm Your Huckleberry. And I hate to go against my son, mm-hmm. but I have failed as a mom in this moment. She said, basically, you're wrong. Sorry, If that's Jake. the only thing you failed in, Ashley. Right, you're doing a really good job <laughs> you're as a doing, mama. You're doing a great job. Just not in that. All right. <laughs> Sorry, Jake.
Sorry, it's all Jeff. good. I know you and your mom are gonna have discussions later. Sorry, right. it'd be your own family sometimes. <laughs> That's who sells you out every time, honey. <laughs> You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning on his radio. Melinda's along with us at 800 447 7234 Now Melinda is a teacher. Something happened in the classroom. Well, actually, what do you what do you teach? I uh, teach elementary school and had a group of ten year olds reading a story where it compared the look of a beetle to Darth Vader, and all of the kids in the group, six kids, were like, "What does Vader mean?" And so I explained it was the character from Star Wars, and they were like, well, this is a typo. It's supposed to be Dark Vader. And they literally launched into an authentic debate over whether it is Darth or Dark Vader. What was the outcome? (laughs) The outcome was this was the nail in the coffin that had me belly laughing when one of the 10-year-olds goes, wow. I was this many years old when I learned it was Darth and not Darth Vader. (laughs) That was this many years old. (laughs) That is incredible. (laughs) You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. When they jumped on this safari in a boat to see dolphins and whales off the coast of California, that they would experience this. It's Robin Liz in the morning on his radio. Before they know it, as they're seeing one of the whales that's off of this, this is this is right below San Diego, Baja California, mm-hmm. Mexico coastline. And all of a sudden, there's this whale that's giving birth. Can you imagine? It's super rare. It, once in a all. lifetime. I yeah. mean, right off, right, right by that boat, all right. of a sudden, there's baby whale. Yeah, and they say that normally this happens like in more of a lagoon situation and not kind of out where they were. But uh, Captain Dave, I think, is the name of the uh, the boat, you know, the, the company that took all yeah, these people out. Yeah, he's got it on his YouTube channel. Yeah, and they always say, when you go out on one of these tours, we can't guarantee that you're going to see anything. Ooh, they got their money's worth. They did. Yes, Not they did. only that, but Mama Whale came up to Captain Dave's vote and then gently nudged it as if, you stay away from my baby. Right. This is my baby. This is your space. This is mine. But, you know, in the wild, honestly, she could have flipped that boat at any point. Yeah, she didn't. No, no. She was just a warning nudge. Yeah. A, <laughs> a warning finger nudge. wag of, he, don't you do it. So Captain Dave puts up a drone so that they can capture these experiences yeah. for his guests. Yes. And so you see all the drone footage of uh, the mama whale giving birth. And it's right. it's quite the thing to see God's nature in action. Oh, right. And the baby, not a baby like you and I think. She's 115 feet long and like, what, 50 or 75 pounds, something like that. Mm, yeah, that's what Woo! the doctor said. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. Somebody threw the uh, the X-ray machine, you know, where you put your suitcases and stuff. Yeah. Tried to get on the carry-on, a boa constrictor. My goodness. Four feet. It has a name. It's Bartholomew. When they questioned this one passenger, why a snake in here? This can't happen. They said, it's my emotional support snake. Don't you pull that thing out and give it a hug in the middle of this mm-hmm. flight. Don't you do it. They said, uh... No, sorry. Bartholomew needs to find a place to stay around here. (laughs) I wonder what they did. I wonder if the person went ahead and got on the plane and said, Bartholomew, I'll catch you on the flip side. Or if she did not actually take the flight. Because if it's an emotional support animal, 
then I would find it hard to leave it behind. But I can't imagine that's actually true. Right? <laughs> Maybe. Benefit of the doubt. Maybe. This is not the first time. An emotional happened. support animal is somebody's boa constrictor. Maybe. I wouldn't understand why. No. But, you know, that's that's just me. Yeah. Dog, yeah. Cat, yeah. Snake, no. No. I've heard of pigs. I can see a pig. Yeah. A, well, they're emotional. they're cuddly. They can be. They like to roll around in mud. Right. You know, I roll around in mud. Somebody else tried a peacock? I don't think a peacock is <laughs> no. Unless they're like turkeys. I hear turkeys like to snuggle, so... Well, that's Liz. That's my emotional that's she, that's, support That's, that's her thing. She wants to hug a turkey at some time. Still hasn't Maybe happened. we'll throw a boa constrictor in there. Nope. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. I saw this post, and it was talking about Florida being known for this state that has the most bizarre names for the cities that are in it. Like, like there's one that's called Yeehaw Junction. Yeehaw Junction what? in Florida. Yeah. It's 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 off the Florida Turnpike. So you don't say hey when you get there. You say yeehaw. Yeehaw Junction. Here's a couple of other ones. You may have heard of Frostproof. I don't know, but Frostproof no. is one. McCanopy is another. Wait a minute. What canopy? McCanopy. M I C. McCanopy. McCanopy. Okay. There's Pahokee. Okay. Pahokee's there, and my favorite is Two Egg. Two, two egg. egg Florida. So you can't have a three egg. <laughs> no, it's just a- two egg. Two Egg, Florida. You know, and I think around the Carolinas, I mean, there's Lizard Lick, North Carolina. There is. Yeah. There's Pumpkin Town, South Carolina. Possum Kingdom, yeah, South so Carolina. We have, but I mean, but Florida is like the one that tops all the states all with the bizarre states. names. Go back to the one, what was the one? Pahokee? Pahokee. 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 Because I do that and turn myself around. <laughs> well, that's what it's all about. You're listening to Robin Liz in the morning on his radio. I haven't bought a wall calendar in years, but I am thinking maybe this is the one I get. This is the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, and they have put together a wall calendar for us. And they have made cats be a center theme for each and every month. So the cat is the feature of every month. Yeah, sort of. The cat is the feature. It is certainly a main part of each and every month. Um, But also, they're doing some strange things. One is walking like on a steel beam, stretching. Okay. Okay. Then another one's riding a boat. And another one is looking at a man dangling off a ledge. And here's how they're doing this. They have taken the pictures of the cats and blown them up. Oh, of course. So the cats look like Godzilla. (laughs) They're that size. Like, it is not uh, to scale, to size, you know. (laughs) The cats are humongous in every single picture. So it looks like the cat on the boat is three times the size of the boat. It seems to me that this is probably things that they've worked on, the Corps of Engineers. Yeah, all the things that they do, um, you know, under their umbrella, they have the cats doing. Okay. But as Godzilla. So it's a cat calendar. It's cat calendar, which, which but... Which makes me think Scott Watson, his whole family, loves cats. I'm sorry you're not dog people. We forgive you. Yeah, sort of. That's okay. Hey, I like dogs, too. Okay. But we do have two cats. And you know, this is fun because my wife, or my daughter, she's a teenager, by the way, and uh, she has a cat calendar, has to have a cat calendar every year. Well, you need so to get this one. this perfect for her. Oh, my. Did he just? Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning on his radio. 
It's Robin Liz in the morning, his radio. I remember I used to have the iPod Shuffle, the iPod Touch, the iPod Nano, which I didn't like. Had all the iPods back in the day, right? And then they went away. And I didn't really, I mean, I guess I missed it to a certain degree. They didn't really go away. We just added a phone to them. Well, yeah, but it's not the same. You know how, okay, let's say you had the, was it the iPod Touch that had the circle in the middle, and as you scrolled to find the song that you wanted, you could feel the... That was the original iPod. Okay. Yeah. So, that's coming back, sort of. There is a new app that is coming out, and it's going to make it feel, make your phone, if you have an iPhone, not if you have one of those other things, but if you have an iPhone, it's going to make it feel like the old iPod. It's called Retropod. That's uh-huh. the name of the app. Okay. So it's, I think it's kind of cool if you if you want to go all old school with it, kind of retro. So what app. apps does it integrate? Just it, Apple Music? Only your Apple library. Because okay. you can't use it for any kind of streaming service. You can't service. do Spotify. No. You're just only Apple Music for it's, it. Come on, y'all. It's Apple. Yeah, They're so? not going to make it compatible with anything if else. If they were smart, they would. I don't know, because when they do that, it almost, to me, makes it where you have to have their product. Like, you could, this is the coolest thing ever. But is Apple putting out the app, or is somebody else putting out the app? Because if like, somebody else puts out the app, they might integrate, like, Spotify. I feel like there's cahoots somewhere. Oh, there's cahoots? I feel like we're going to come out with this. You just send us some money. You're listening to Robin Liz in the morning. On his radio. This is a mess. It's Robin Liz in the morning, his radio. Scott, I, I know you're keeping on top of this, but there's a couple of things going on with the FAA right now. Yeah, they have uh, just announced there's a big computer outage. All departing domestic flights right now are grounded. Now, they don't really have an estimate as to when this is going to be taken care of, but technicians, you know, are working on it right now. Um, The thing lately, though, they say now they are reloading the system. So hopefully they say at least until 9, all those planes are going to be grounded, not allowed to take off. Planes can still land safely, but they just can't take off. But sounds like they're close uh, to getting this fixed. So, I mean, if you have to fly or you're waiting on family or somebody else that you know has to fly today on the way to the airport, it's going to be a long haul. Yeah, really yeah. long haul. We, there's, I, I know that there's some canceled. There's more delayed than canceled. Yeah, there's almost four thousand that have been delayed so far, and five sixty uh, as of right this moment have been canceled. And so, if you are going to be taking a flight this afternoon, I would say even until tomorrow morning, there's going to be delays because there's so many people already at the airport trying to get where they're going. A good yeah. book. <sighs> Download a Netflix movie. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know, your crochet, whatever it get, is you do, get get the earbuds going because yeah. this is going to be a long haul today. Yeah, it is. And so I would suggest even if you don't have that app, you know, for the airline that you're going to be flying, if you get it now, they can update you and say, OK, this is delayed by so much and keep you really so up to date. Here's the thing. I And I'm not an expert. I'm not reading this anywhere. This is just my opinion. But I think this is going to be going on. Uh, the ramifications of this for the next couple of days oh, of I, people trying to get travel back on track. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. because they have to make up the ones that have been canceled and get people back on plane. So it's it's going to be a mess for a little bit. Yeah, so thank you for keeping us up to date, Scott. Absolutely. Yeah, so we're praying for you. If you have to be stuck at the airport for any amount of time. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio.
there's a benefit, seriously, just for doing this for this little amount of time. It's Robin Liz in the morning, his radio. Yeah, so if you want to walk, you don't have to walk 10,000 steps. You don't have to walk uh, 30 minutes a day. They're actually saying you get benefits from walking 10 minutes a day. 10 minutes because it kind of stimulates your brain function. It uh, helps your blood circulate, you know, because if you're sitting, listen, if I'm sitting on the couch and I'm watching whatever my favorite movie or TV show is and I'm snacking, nothing is happening physically for me. And so it says to get out, help your blood flow to the brain, and it only takes 10 minutes a day. They do recommend, too, that you can do it three times a day. They do recommend that. So that right. will give you a total of 30 minutes yeah. because some people subscribe to 30 minutes to really get a lot of benefit right. out of it. But some people only have 10 minutes at a time. Yeah. And so you can do 10 minutes in the morning, maybe at lunch and near the end of the day or a break at some time of the day. Right. But but I also saw that if you can only get in 10 minutes, it's literally better than nothing. So it can help that circulation. I don't know if you're, you know, you sit at your desk for a long time, you know, you're typing away, you're answering, whatever you're doing, and all of a sudden your body is just really stiff. It's because your blood is not circulating. I have to get up you and have, do something. Right. Even if you just walk around the office that you're in, or if it's a nice day, you can walk around for 10 minutes. I mean, there are people that are taking smokes, uh, smokes, breaks for other things. Smoke breaks. You, you break. might as well just know, say it. It well came out. It. And so... You know, I used to call it, because I had somebody that did smoke breaks, I used to say, I'm going to take a fresh air break. (laughs) There you go. Because I needed that time to get my body moving. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. You think you've heard them all. Oh, wait till you hear this. It's Rob and Liz in the morning, his radio, the excuses that people will give just to get out of work for a day. Just one day. Just to get out of work. Not calling in saying, I just need a personal day. No, they make an excuse Oh, sure. A complete excuse, just saying, I got to get off and this is why. And it's it's like uh, very exaggerated. Like this one woman who said, my appendix bursted, I need to go to the hospital, came in the next day and was great. It was like miracle surgery. <laughs> no recovery yeah. time whatsoever. Here's one who called and said, this, is, this isn't here, these are other places. There's one who called and said, my dad is in the hospital. Um, he had a heart attack. Don't play with stuff like that. So here's what happened. The workplace loved this one employee and said, it called and said, what hospital? We want to send flowers. Mm-hmm. We care so much. And he wasn't there. Of course he wasn't. No, wasn't there. He was okay. There was another guy called in with malaria. <laughs> as far as I know, that's not real prevalent around the Carolinas. No, it's not. We don't have that. Um, there was a TV show that I've watched, King of Queens, and Doug always calls in and says something like, uh, my cousin needs a kidney and I got to go give it to him. Or so, It's something along those lines. It's like, come on, don't play with stuff like this. Yeah. Just say, look, just say, I need a personal day. I need a mental health day. I need. I just need a break for a minute. And I think, you know, if you're a good employee that... They would understand. Of course. They would understand. Don't. Of course. Look, I, I I, will admit I did this when I was a teenager. I can't come into work. I can't talk. <laughs> you fibbed? I did. I was a teenager. I didn't want to. I can't I do that. Tired. I feel so guilty. Oh, I haven't. I'm telling you, since then, mm-hmm. and I felt horrible. Horrible. So I couldn't even enjoy the day. I was just tired. I was just. <laughs> he just wanted to sleep right? and take a nap. I think I was like 17.
17, 18 years, something like that. No excuse because I shouldn't have done it. Absolutely. Honesty is always the best policy. It's always the best. And I learned a lesson in that moment Mm -hmm. that I can't even enjoy. Why? Why would I do this? Why would I do this? Because I can't even enjoy it anyway. So I'm never going to do this again.